What corporation that makes food or pharma or makes healthcare supplies would not want people fat? What corporation that makes food would not want people to eat more of it? What corporation that does trucking for food, like that does transportation for food products or packaging for food products, would not want people to eat more of it? What corporation that makes pharma that take care of diabetes, heart disease, cardiovascular illness, liver, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, um, inflammation, fucking stroke, high blood pressure. What, what, what pharmaceutical company would not want people to be fat? What the healthcare industry is a, a for-profit industry that 50%, like when I say, I've said this often, right? And this is actual statistics, actual facts, right? And this is what I think a lot of people don't understand. What we consider healthcare burden is somebody's revenue. Okay. According to the CDC on their very own website, we have about $4.1 trillion in shared healthcare expenditure for the United States every single year, $4.1 trillion. Also on their website is the statistic that 80 to 90% of the $4.1 trillion is in fact chronic illness related. 80 to 90% of chronic illnesses or 90% of all type 2 diabetes, 80% of all cardiovascular disease, 70% of all cases of strokes, and 70% of all cases of cancer are avoidable by lifestyle mitigation. So when you do the averaging out, about 80% of the chronic illnesses are avoidable by lifestyle changes, right? So if you take $4.1 trillion and you multiply it by 0.8 for the amount, the low end spectrum of what would be considered chronic illnesses, that's three point, uh, something like $3.4 trillion, right? And then you take 0.8 of that and it works out to 2.7 some trillion dollars. 2.7 some trillion dollars in healthcare burden for avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illnesses, which is why I'm constantly on people to try to make sure that they do their very best to in fact be as healthy as you can because it is not just affecting you, it is crushing society. It is massively uh, straining our healthcare system. If you live in the UK even more, uh, because while they don't have as high of an expenditure as we have, they don't have as nearly as high of resources as we have either. I mean, that needs to be considered. But for us in, in America, 2.7 some trillion dollars plus 1.3 million lives that could possibly be saved every single year, not to mention illness, suffering uh, that could be done. If we actually gave a shit about people, we'd be trying to help people get as healthy as humanly possible and avoid type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, 90% of type 2 diabetes, 80% of cardiovascular disease, 70% of all cases of stroke, and 70% of all cases of cancer, not to mention other things that come along with lifestyle-driven illnesses, which is eating too much, smoking too much, and drinking too much, correct? But what people need to understand is that 2.7 some trillion dollars of healthcare burden is 2.7 some trillion dollars in revenue for the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry a year. 2.7 trillion dollars plus in revenue a year for the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry based off of avoidable chronic lifestyle driven illnesses. So when you say, if you wonder if the hate, if Hayes is a pyramid scheme, I'm going to say that there is very strong incentive for food companies who fuel this issue 
for pharmaceutical companies that make profit off of this issue, for healthcare industry that profits off of this issue. I mean, there's very strong incentives for it. There's many reasons why you can clearly tell that these industries are, in fact, the reason why uh, we the Hayes industry is the Hayes uh, movement is even around. I mean, we know that being fat and being obese and drinking too much and smoking too much is, in fact, bad for you. We know these things. These are, I mean, it's common sense. It's it's biological. We see it. You can't tell me when you watch a 300 pound person move that you don't realize that they're less healthy, that they don't move as well. But we just ignore it because we're told they're brave and they're awesome and it's not their fault and this and that. We're told it's not their fault. It's in the food, but there's no pressure at all for the food industry to change. There's no pressure at all for anything like that. Our government, the United States government, still subsidizes the food industry by $4 billion a year every single fucking year to make sugary items less expensive for people to consume, then get fatter. Like it is very seriously a pyramid scheme in that if it was actually not profitable, if it was actually where we were looking out for the people, if we actually wanted to reduce $2.7 trillion in healthcare burden to the people of the United States and save 1.3 million lives, if it was actually about saving lives, we would try to be trying to be helped. 90% of the people that get type 2 diabetes avoid it. 80% of the people that get cardiovascular disease avoid it. 70% from strokes and 70% of uh, cancer. We would be trying to avoid these things. But we don't. Instead, we're told that let people eat how they want to eat. Don't be judgmental. You're some kind of phobic if you mention anything. But we know these things to be true. And then here's how you know it's all bullshit is that we know that these pressures are on the healthcare system from avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illnesses, not just in monetary value and deaths per year. But we also know that that is a huge resource burden in our healthcare system. A huge portion of resources are used up in our healthcare system because of lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses, 90% of, all cardi- 90% of all diabetes, 80% of all cardiovascular disease, 70% of all cases of stroke, and 70, 70% of all cases of cancer, at the minimum are, are in fact in our healthcare system due to chronic lifestyle-driven illness, lifestyle choices. So it can be avoided, but it is not. we don't even put it forth an effort to do so because people are making money off of it. At the beginning of the pandemic, if we were so worried about the healthcare system being overloaded, why would we have not said, and by the way, the healthcare system is predominantly clogged by 90% of type 2 diabetes that could be avoided, 80% of cardiovascular disease could be avoided, 70% of uh, cancer and 70% of strokes could all be avoided. And that is clogging our healthcare system in the vast majority right now. If we wanted to make sure we had enough space for said new novel virus to take care of everybody, instead, we would, you know, even if it would be like, hey, let's close down for a while so we can make sure that the wave doesn't get here, they would have been like, and by the way, since we're already clogging the healthcare system this much, why would we not have everybody try to get a little healthier, try to at least bring this to light? But when I say that 90% of all diabetes and 80% of all cardiovascular disease and 70% of all cancer and 70% of all strokes are avoidable by lifestyle-driven change, people look at me like I'm crazy because it's almost they've never fucking heard it before, but it's been an established statistical fact for almost 20 fucking years now. Like, I mean, it's not spoken about because they don't really want to do anything about it because again, the food industry, the packaging industry, the transportation industry, um, the oil industry, because the fuel to cart everything around, including the fat ass people, uh, the pharmaceutical industry and the healthcare industry are all making trillions of fucking dollars. You know, you hear the Hayes people talk about like, oh, the, the diet industry is $70 billion. Let's talk trillions here, people. 
Let's talk trillions of fucking dollars a year in healthcare expenditure from lifestyle-driven chronic illness. And then when you even get into the point of it right now where we have countries around the world that are all of the sudden going to start locking people down and do climate lockdowns because we need to do something about fossil fuels, but yet the amount of overconsumption that requires people to develop this much chronic illness in America is not even being discussed as a way to possibly mitigate climate change, you're not taking, I refuse to believe these people are serious about it. When nobody in the climate change argument will even mention for a fucking brief second, for not even a brief fucking second, how that if we were really to want to cut carbon emissions, we have about 50% obesity right now and about 80% fucking overweight right now. And the average obese person, as of statistics from 20 years ago, I believe it was, or 15 years ago, used 20% or uh, emitted 20% more carbon due to the fact of their overconsumption, due to the fact of the transportation, production, packaging of their, their overconsumption, their food, not to mention what they expel, what their car needs to take extra fuel, the, you know, cart their heavy ass around, but also the amount of extra waste in the packaging and the single use items and everything like that that are used from fast food, those sorts of things, is bad for the environment. We don't discuss these things. So very clearly to me, it is a pyramid scheme. They want people to be sick and ill, not to even mention the fact and not even going into the political fact that sickly, weak, fat, lazy people who are told that they can sit on their ass because I'm sorry, but a huge portion of this is people sitting down too much. I know it hurts to be called lazy, but a lot of people just sit too fucking much. 